As you are joining us today, we're going to be continuing through the book of Mark. We are getting closer and closer to the end of this powerful gospel written by a young man named Mark just about 15 years after the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the book of Mark, of course, as I told you months ago, is actually the eyewitness account of the apostle Peter, which is really fascinating because what we're going to see today is a story about the denial of Jesus by Peter himself. So so consider Peter is narrating this story to this young man, Mark, who is now writing it down. It fascinates me that Peter would actually tell this story. I mean, you can almost understand what maybe Matthew or John or even Luke would put it into their gospel because it's, of course, true. But when you think about Peter, who who actually writes this or tells this about themselves? Well, friend, here's the thing. When we think about the powerful grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Understand that those of us who have been saved, we realize that our flaws and our sins are, and then coming to Christ only demonstrate the power of God unto salvation, that he can take flawed individuals and regenerate us into something brand new. And when we think about Peter, we're going to see this moment in his life where he fails and fails miserably. Now, when we think about this for a moment, let's remember Peter. Peter, throughout the Gospels, is always the disciple that is trying to prove his love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, you might think of that day of confession where it is Peter there where Jesus says, who do you say that I am? Peter steps to the front as kind of the the spokesman for the disciples and says, says, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And then just after that, as Jesus predicts his death for the first time, then Peter steps up and says, never, you'll never die. We'll never let that happen to you. And Jesus rebukes him. You think about when Peter goes up on the Mount of Transfiguration and God speaks and Elijah and Moses are there and Jesus is transfigured. It's Peter that speaks up and says, it's good for us to be here. Let's just build a tent and let's just stay right here. When Jesus is walking on the water, Peter says, bid me to come Lord and I will get out of the boat and I will walk over there to you. And of course, Jesus bids him to come and he steps out. But when he looks at the waves, he sinks. So Peter is always trying to prove his love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Even here at the end of of Jesus' earthly life, just before he goes to the cross. So in the subsequent gospel uh, of John, we find that Jesus washes the disciples' feet, and even then, Peter is still trying to prove his devout love for Jesus. Jesus, you will never wash my feet ever. So throughout the gospels, this is something uh, that Peter does. And here, just after Jesus washes his feet and Peter says, you'll never ever wash my feet ever. Now Peter is going to stand up and he is going to promise Jesus that he is willing to die with him. Listen what the Bible says. Jesus said to them, all of you, will run away because it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have been resurrected, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter told him, 
Even if everyone runs away, I will certainly not. Have you ever had one of those moments in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ where maybe you've said something similar? Jesus, if, if nobody else in my job worships you, I always will. Jesus, if nobody else at the school is a devout follower of yours, I will be. Jesus, if, if, if it comes to the point where my life is on the line, for your glory's sake and your name's sake, Jesus, I will never, ever deny your name. And then many times, what do we find? That is those little times in life where we're given the opportunity to share the gospel or somebody comes along and, and asks us a question about Jesus that we're so prone to to almost say, I don't even know him. We just cower down in fear and do not even speak in his name. But Peter says, I will, I will die for you, Jesus. If you're going to the cross, if, if, if they're going to kill you, they're going to have to get through me first. That's what Peter is literally saying here. It will never happen. I will go to war for you. And then Jesus speaks back to him and he says, I assure you, Today, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter continually insisted, if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And they all said the same thing. Now, when you just jump over to Mark chapter 14, verse 66, what we're going to find is what actually happens. The Bible says, while Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the high priest's servants came. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you also were with that Nazarene Jesus. So this is after Jesus' arrest. But Peter denied it. I don't know or understand what you're talking about, he said. Then he went to the entryway and the rooster crowed. And when the servant saw him again, she began to tell those standing nearby, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. And after a little while, those standing there said to Peter, you certainly are one of them since you are a Galilean. Then he started to curse and to swear with an oath. I do not know this man you're talking about. And immediately a rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered what the Lord Jesus had spoken to him. And before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he thought about it, he began to weep. Now we think about this. This was written about 15 years after the story of, after the life of Jesus, after his resurrection from the dead. And now Peter has narrated this story to Mark. And what does he remember here at the very end? He, he speaks of this servant girl who says, you were with him. No, I wasn't. She comes again and says, this man was with him. No, I wasn't. Until finally, many in the crowd say, you were a part of the sect of the Galileans. And Peter begins to curse adamantly. I never knew the man. The rooster crows and Peter begins to weep. Friends, listen to me. When we are, when we are, Standing for the Lord Jesus Christ, the world is constantly seeking an answer. 
constantly looking at us to say, are you a follower of Jesus? And every single day, you and I, we have to make a decision to say, I am a Christian man. I am a Christian woman. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to take a stand on my faith, no matter the consequences. And friends, are you denying him today? Maybe you've denied him in in such a way uh, that you've never received him. He's been calling you, but you've said, no, you're not the son of God. No, you're not the savior. And you've denied him. But today you want to put your faith in him. Maybe you're a believer in Christ and you found yourself in some circumstance, some situation where, where you are being asked to, to live a holy life. But instead of living a holy life, you were jumping into the sins of your friends and your coworkers and, and those you go to school with and those things. And instead of, instead of living, living for the Lord Jesus Christ, you are denying him by your lifestyle. Whatever the case may be, take a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember leading a young man named Moses a few years ago to Jesus. And the day that Moses gave his life to Christ, I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, Pastor Zach, I've counted the cost. And I realize today that if I follow Jesus, it could cost me my life. And I'm okay with that. Are you? May God bless you and may God keep you as you continue walking with him. And I'll see you next time on New Horizons. God bless.